you could go from one step of, of I don't even want to say it's 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 decadence. You're not you're not you're not spending a, a ton of time on yourself, but just giving yourself that time to do the bulk cooking to something that's at least healthier that you prepared, you've set up your environment for. And then as a as a last resort, as I said, you could you can always get something like beef jerky, granola bar, protein bar, or a ready-to-drink protein shake. All of these things exist. I wouldn't call those the the healthiest versions. But they are among you know macronutrient friendly foods and keeping your fats or your carbs where you want them to be. Those are options where you don't have to succumb to just horrible, horrible food. I see my victory so clear. It's a so guys, if you're like me, I like to eat, and I bet you do too. But there's a problem when you're working in the pharmacy. The options aren't exactly the best. And it's kind of hard when you're trying to be healthy if you don't feel like you have the time to do so. So that's why in this fifth part of the Refilled podcast mini-series on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast, we are going to tell you how you can best nail your nutrition. But don't take my word for it. I'm bringing in the pros, specifically one of my mentors and one of the leading experts in nutrition, Dr. Joe Klemzeski. Dr. Joe, welcome back to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Thanks, Adam. Always a pleasure to be back. So guys, Dr. Joe, I, I met him and have been working with him since 2013, and he's helped not only pharmacists, but also other allied health professionals. Uh, if you don't know about this man, first off, where have you been? But secondly, Dr. Joe, I do believe that you've been doing this for more than a day or two to give us an insight for how many years you've been a nutrition consultant. You know, I started doing a little bit of nutrition work with some personal training right out of, actually while I was still in college, so, so in physical therapy school at the, the IU Medical Center. So that would go back 92, are we, uh, we closing in on 30 years, 27, 28 years? Okay, so you've helped a person or two. I've seen a couple around the block, yep. And guys, you heard me introduce him as Dr. Joe Klemzeski because you actually have two doctorates specific to nutrition. What are those in exactly? My first was in nutrition, and then a second I did in health education. All right, so this guy is not someone I just yanked off the gram, y'all. Uh, I've known him for quite a while. He's very established, and he's very well known in the fitness industry and the nutrition industry, and uh, a close friend. So I've, I've seen this guy at work. He has literally changed tens of thousands of lives through nutrition, and hopefully we're going to help change yours. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I get a lot of DMs from you guys saying like, hey, Adam, I know you're into nutrition and fitness and all that, but I have a problem. I'm a pharmacy student or I'm a pharmacist working long hours and da, 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 da. Now, over time, I've kept hearing the same main problems that you guys are coming to me with. So instead of just answering those over and over again, I figured I'm gonna bring in the expert and just tell you guys the four biggest concerns that I have heard over the years about nutrition specific to pharmacy. So I'm gonna get into character real quick, y'all, and I'm going to read you these play-by-play -play questions, and I'm gonna have Dr. Joe chime in, and me as well, with what I found to be realistic as I work as a full-time community pharmacist. So the first one, you guys probably know how this goes. Adam, eating healthy isn't really practical when you're working at the pharmacy. Not only is there no lunch break, but it seems as soon as I make my way to get my food out of the fridge, there's a doctor call or a consult, and I don't even have time to chew. 
bringing a salad to the pharmacy is unrealistic. Dr. Joe, what would you say to this poor soul? Well, first, your impression was perfect of Stephen Colbert impersonating Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> that, was, that, that, was, that was his exact Don Jr. voice. Well, thank you. I guess. When I worked as a physical therapist, and I remember even while I was in college and I was a physical therapy aide, and even later in life when I was doing personal training sometimes in my own fitness facility, those things happen to virtually anybody. If you have a job where you're interfacing with other human beings, you could be in an office and you just have appointments around the clock. It does get very tough. So you mentioned the phrase self-care a little bit earlier. And I would say, first of all, you owe it to yourself to at least find a time when you can t take a complete food break. I mean, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It should be, should be a time where you can at least sit down and eat something without just shoving it down your throat, you know, behind a, behind a, a, a bookcase, you know, in the, in the back of the pharmacy. So, you know, that would be one thing. But the second thing is definitely be prepared with food that is easier to eat. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure how fast you can eat one thing versus another, but, but something like a sandwich versus a salad or, but I, I don't know, Adam, I, I just, I remember adjusting my nutrition to where, okay, here's where I know I can at least get a meal mm -hmm. that I may have to have a protein shake where I can just, you know, shake up in a mixing, you know, container here or uh, a ready to drink protein shake. Sometimes I've even just had a granola bar or protein bar that I can quickly eat in 30 to 60 seconds. So None of that is amazingly the best answer for for controlling anxiety and mental health. But if you're at least going to get healthy food in, you, you have to create the playing field that at least gives you that advantage. That's exactly it, Dr. Joe. And that's actually something, guys, that I've done over the years. Uh, I've been working in the community since 2012. And like this is kind of weird, but I have like an eating strategy for days off. And then I have an eating strategy for days on, meaning like when I work in the pharmacy and when I don't. So I have my go-to meals that are practical for pharmacy life because a salad is not practical. You can't, I know mindful eating, but we can't chew 30 times before we swallow when we're working on the bench. It ain't going to happen. So I've adapted to come some of my like go-to grabs. So you've got like protein bars and the simple things, but when you're trying to get in wholesome nutrition and really get in the good vitamins and everything else, with at the same time being practical, um, I recently created a go-to protein shake. And no, I'm not selling supplements, so disclaimer right there. But guys, here's what I do. I take a cup of oats and I nuke it in the microwave for 45 seconds, put the oats in a blender with eight ounces of just almond milk, scoop of protein, some frozen berries, and I, I, I put some espresso in there because no coffee, no worky. And I put that in with a tablespoon of chia seeds and I blend that up and hit frappe. So that takes like two minutes literally to make, put it in a big shaker cup. And then if you're on hold with a doctor, you can literally have really good food uh, that's high quality. And again, it is a little bit pathetic. You don't have time to chew, but you, when you're in a pinch, if you want to get good nutrition and you don't want to be left behind, you don't want to get in too deep into the no eating zone where you've got cravings and everything else. These are one of my go-to meals that have really helped me to get in good nutrition, keep me full, and keep me on track with my goals so that I can do that and work with what I have, which in the pharmacy, when you don't have a lunch break, isn't much to work with, but 
where there's a will, there's a way. So I think that's spot on, Dr. Joe, is you got to really adapt to your environment and what you have to work with. Yeah, and I would just finish up by saying, because of the people that I know who struggle with something like this, Adam, it becomes more of a mindset first issue because I see a lot of people who, who say, you know, they're, they're just upset, they're frustrated. You know, why can't I work a job where I can at least sit down and have a freaking meal? Like, this is awful, this is horrible. And if you have that attitude, you're going to really struggle against it forever and probably be more prone to just grabbing things that aren't healthy. But if you just know the game, like you said, and you're still committed to those, those healthy principle-based decisions that you make ahead of time, then it, it could be seen as easier. It's like, oh, that's great. I don't have time to run and grab a bag of chips out of the pantry and sit on the couch. Like, this is great. I have my shake ready. And now this works to my advantage. And so you're looking at the, the positive side instead. 100%. And what you said, uh, like, guys, I didn't plant this, but that's perfect because it goes right into the next question and complaint that I often hear and actually myself experienced back in my early days of the pharmacy. And the second complaint goes like this, Adam, I don't have time to pack, but there's nothing healthy at the pharmacy I work at. Since I already blew it, packing a healthy snack, I might as well, and then fill in the blank with a less than ideal food choice that most pharmacies have. So Dr. Joe, you said psychology and the mindset has so much to do with our nutrition choices. So can you tell us a little bit about that and where that phrase, I might as well, has to play with the choices we make in terms of nutrition? Yeah, I, I really, it, it's an interesting phenomenon to me because we self-sabotage so easily. As soon as something doesn't go our way, as soon as we're angry, maybe not everybody, but it's just kind of a human tendency, you know, then all of a sudden we think, okay, well, screw it. I'll just blank and make it worse as if we're going to make somebody else pay <laughs> that, for that frustration. And yet we're the ones who end up, you know, not achieving our goals or not sticking to our values-based decision-making. So you know, th there is in, in psychology, Dr. Corey Proch talks about the what the hell effect. And, and that is, uh, I, I guess nobody's come up with a great Latin phrase or something yet for that. So uh, maybe it didn't exist back then. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's something you have to avoid with at all costs because you are truly just setting yourself back. But I, I really do understand that draw. Absolutely. So being aware that one loss doesn't mean you have to burn the whole day. It's, this is just going to be a little more challenging or I have to get more innovative. So just use that as a challenge instead of labeling it as a failure and approach it with that mindset and you'll be able to stack the next win. And then you'll feel like a victor because you overcame that setback. And I've been in a pharmacy or two. I know they do have healthier choices. So it's about just making the best choice you know, available to you. It doesn't have to be the perfect or the first option, but you can still make plenty of choices that would get you to that next meal in much better shape than if you had just, you know, ate something horrible out of anger. Exactly. And looking at, again, where you are. So you're not at Chipotle, you're not at like a salad bar, you're at the pharmacy. They do have some options that are better than others. So looking at what you have to work with and making that choice, excellent point. So guys, third one, speaking of meal choices, Adam, packing and meal prep involve time I just don't have. Dr. Joe, so many people I talk to, they know, so this is that thing where I know what to do, I just don't do it, because so many people think that if you prep your meals or you cook each time, you're going to be in the kitchen for four, six hours, you might as well just live in the kitchen. 
But can you speak a little bit about that, that hack of meal prep with bulk cooking and some strategies that you've helped your clients with in terms of helping them to prepare so that they don't not, not have that preparation in place and end up failing their plan? Yeah, I really think I have to cascade this into two or three different types of commitment. Because if somebody really does have this goal, I remember when I was in college and, and I was, you know, really a young uh, bodybuilder. I don't think I was pro yet. Maybe I was, but I just, you know, I, that, that next competition always meant something to me that was big enough to, to take those steps of just bulk food prep. So I'm somebody who worked my way through college, sometimes three, four, even I think five jobs at a time at times. And, and so I had to bulk cook because of a, of a timing issue. That's less time than even just, you know, going to the store or a vending machine, you know, time after time. So what I would always do is say, if, if you can do that, that's going to be your, your biggest time saver. But if you just have to do something to get yourself through a, a really tough spot, that's where even something, maybe I don't have this great baked chicken breast, but I can at least get some deli, you know, turkey breast or something like that and, and have, have that on a, a whole grain bagel instead of making something else out of, you know, whole food starch source. So you could go from one step of, of I don't even want to say it's, it's, it's decadence. You're not, you're not, you're not spending a, a ton of time on yourself, but just giving yourself that time to do the bulk cooking to something that's at least healthier that you prepared, you've set up your environment for. And then as a, as a last resort, as I said, you could, you can always get something like beef jerky, granola bar, protein bar, or a ready to drink protein shake. All of these things exist. I wouldn't call those the, the healthiest versions, but they are among, you know, macronutrient friendly foods and keeping your fats or your carbs where you want them to be. Those are options where you don't have to succumb to just horrible, horrible food. Yes. And, and that whole concept, guys, that I talked about in one of the mindset episodes earlier in the refilled series, the black and white thinking of it's either healthy or it's bad. There's no in between. But with nutrition, there is best and most optimal choices based on where you are in your availability. So it, it's kind of like a continuum with that. So looking at where you are and what you have to work with and, and making those sort of choices. If you're a pharmacist like me, you know that one of the most accurate synonyms for pharmacy is stress. And if you're a pharmacist or a pharmacy student feeling like you're stretched to your limit, like you barely have any time to get workouts in, to eat healthy, or even consider mastering your mindset, you're not alone. And I found this to be one of the biggest problems leading to stress, anxiety, and the road to being burned out. That's why I wrote this book, RxU, the Pharmacist Survival Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. This practical guide was written by me, a pharmacist, to give you realistic strategies to master your mindset in managing stress, practically fitting in a fitness routine that works for you, and nail your nutrition in a way that makes sense for your lifestyle. If you want a copy, it's available on Amazon and Kindle. Make sure to click the link in the show notes to get yours today. Dr. Joe, something you said actually leads perfectly into the next question. One of the most common questions I get from more pharmacy students, because they're in that learning mindset, they're, they're in that school mindset. So we're lifelong learners, whether you're a student or a pharmacist, but when you're as a, in pharmacy school, you have that mindset of, okay, I'm here to learn, I'm taking notes, everything else. 
they go to class and they're there to help their patients and they know inherently that nutrition and exercise has a play with managing conditions, improving them. But it's not often taught in pharmacy school, if at all, because there is a lot to learn and there's you know accreditation standards for what you need to teach and everything else. But at the end of the day, here's one of the things that I hear so often. Adam, we barely got any education on nutrition in pharmacy school. But the more I practice, the more I realize how essential proper nutrition is to your overall health. There are so many courses out there, though. Which ones are legit and based on actual peer-reviewed data and not just some Insta course? So this is actually the reason that I reached out to Dr. Joe in the first place back in 2013 because I was one of these people. I wanted to learn more about nutrition and I started to look online and there were so many courses with different letter combinations and I thought I dropped alphabet soup on the computer. But seriously, I didn't know which ones were legit, I didn't know which ones were a scam, and I didn't want to waste my time and money on what was going to actually be legitimate, which is what led me to work with Dr. Joe. Um, and through that process, you started to see a similar type of question from your clients and people that you were working with who wanted to learn more about nutrition, but there wasn't really an accreditation standard for that. So can you just kind of share your guidance for someone listening who's in pharmacy school or they're a pharmacist or any healthcare profession, and they're looking to learn more about nutrition, not, not necessarily the clinical side, but more of like a practical, what can I do to take control of my own health in just the baby steps to get that sort of momentum? You know, I, I would have thought after 30 years in this industry, by now, there would be less confusing information and, and a lot of the, because the, the amount of research that's been done in exercise science labs and human performance labs and colleges in the last 15 to 20 years has just been immense. I mean, it's almost like the industry didn't even exist 20 years ago. But what people still get through social media, you know, bookstores, you, you look at the, the top diet books and almost every single one of them, Adam, is just wrong. They're just awful. They, they're not based on, on true nutrition. They're just based on marketing pitches. What's, what's the most unique novel thing not being sold right now so I can sell my book? And so, uh, interestingly, you and I met when, when we only had one option in, in our company, the Diadoc. We have chosen to go a licensing route so that other allied health professionals or personal trainers, fitness professionals could come alongside of us with our company and the fact that we have a medical director and we've, we've done everything to be legal, which not everybody can say in the nutrition industry. But that, that's a pretty aggressive commitment. You're, you're literally becoming a licensed program owner. It's almost like franchising to be part of this company. And as more and more people got interested in nutrition from a fitness industry perspective, I just saw that that's not where the market was. So I created with, with Tyler Mayer, one of our diet doc program owners, the National Academy of Metabolic Science. So that became a certification agency uh, and and we do want people who have done, who have either become personal trainers, so they're a certified personal trainer, or they have an allied health background. We want somebody with at least that, so they can come on board and and really go through, uh, you know, something that's going to help them become a, a, truly a certified nutrition consultant. Yep. 
then, then we ended up creating a couple more things kind of up the chain to be a little bit more vertically integrated. But I think for anybody who has a background in pharmacy, and whether it's for yourself or for your patients or you're creating some kind of a, a health and nutrition coaching uh, persona, then that's, that's the great place to start because there are still so few. I, I could name a couple that I think are really good on the science. But then what they lack is the practicality to say, here's how you actually can, can apply this yourself or with clients. So that, that's really where our home base is. It, it, we, we take all of the, the best science, you, you know, the, the citations and the amount of literature review that went into creating this curriculum is as comprehensive as a lit review should be. But then we distill it down into exactly what you need to know to be a health and nutrition professional. And guys, it's very thorough. I actually took this course. Uh, a- couple, I think a year or two ago. And it was, it was like my project. So I just set everything else aside and I just dove deep because it was literally like a college course. Got a college textbook along with the NAMS textbook. And uh, there's, there's courses to guide you through that video courses. So it's a very structured with some flexibility uh, course to guide you through learning nutrition, then building stepwise on that. Uh, So this isn't like trending fad diets or anything like that. This is all peer reviewed research. And if you guys want to get a look at what that type of content is, if you're following me on Instagram at the fit pharmacist, right under my bio, there's nutrition tips. I documented the whole studying process. So there's literally like a hundred little clips of the type of nutrition information that I learned through that course. And that was kind of how I held myself accountable. I would study every day and I would make a kind of summary sheet of what I learned that day took a picture of it and put it on Instagram. And from that, it just started to create this momentum. And I thought, I'll just keep this. So if you go to my Insta story highlights, that's all there. So you could literally scroll through and get a snapshot of the type of information that you'll learn in that course. Um, but Dr. Joe, if they're interested in learning more about this, where can they go to get more information? So for, for that, you could go to NAMS, N-A-M-S, CERT, C-E-R-T dot com. Or you can just email me through thedietdoc.com. So namscert.com and thedietdoc.com. And guys, I will have the link for that website down in the show notes. And because I am affiliated with that, I do have the option to give you guys a special discount code. So that will be in the show notes as well. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. Again, I went through this course. Uh, Dr. Joe's the creator. He is master of nutrition. Like seriously, the content is just really top top edge as far as like the content and the research. But the reason I like it is it's practical. It takes the data, but then it translates it into what will people actually do because that's how you get results. That's how you get outcome. And you guys know I'm all about helping you as pharmacists, pharmacy students bring your best. And if you're not able to apply the science to your life, it's not going to help you. So that's why I like the course. It was practical. You could apply it and it worked. I mean, here I am. I've been applying it ever since. And uh, it, it's it's something that I would recommend if you're looking more into the side of nutrition, if you want to learn more, if you want to get kind of a, a deeper dive into from the basics on that stuff so that you can start helping your own self-care and be on your way to nail your nutrition. So guys, those were the four most common questions that I have received over the years as far as barriers to getting in your way to eat healthy at the pharmacy or in pharmacy school, wherever your situation is, those have been the barriers. So I hope that this has been helpful in at least planting the seeds so that you can grow 
towards getting a firmer grasp on your nutrition as a pharmacy professional. Dr. Joe, where can people connect with you so they can learn more about the work that you're doing and your nutrition expertise? So if you look at Instagram, it would be at Joe Klimzeski, same thing with Facebook. And also we have a pretty, pretty good YouTube channel with, with all of our content, which would be the Diet Doc Permanent Weight Loss. And then, as I mentioned earlier, just the dietdoc.com is where you can contact me directly or even access all of that content. Excellent. Well, Dr. Joe, it's been a pleasure having you back to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Thank you for your time and expertise. I know I learned a ton and I'm really excited for everyone listening or if you're watching this on YouTube to get all this content and get on their way to nail their nutrition. Guys, thank you for listening, for tuning in. This is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off with the Dr. Joe Klemzeski. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential.